Why do you have a lime in your room? I don't know. <laughs> like, did you bring it into your room? Did I think it? I think I emptied out my backpack and the lime was. Why in there. was a lime in your backpack, I don't know. <laughs> Henry? This isn't a normal fruit to just eat. <laughs> you don't just peel a lime and hey. eat, eat it in segments. I guess you could. You gotta protect yourself from scurvy. Mm-hmm. It's crucial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is true. Hello, this is Together Alone, a dating advice podcast by two people who probably shouldn't be giving anyone dating advice. I'm Olivia Forehand, and I'm married. <laughs> and I'm Henry Roberts, and I'm a big doofus. You did it. You nailed it. You got the form format correct. All right. <clears throat> Olivia, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Did a, did a walk, uh, saw like four different dogs, so that was really Threw them great. all in lakes. Just... I have to stop making that joke. I just really just like it. Hefted them into the lake. Um, what's been up with me? I went on a big bike ride. Good job. Did you see any dogs? The end. Did you see any good dogs, bad dogs? I saw no dogs. No, not true. A big black GMC. I was going to say GMC Suburban, but are those two different? No, don't car ask brands? me. A big president type car uh-huh. drove past me with their window down and there was a dog <gasps> in the seat. What kind? And he was very excited to bark at me. I'm not sure. They just drove by, but I knew it was a dog. Or I guess it could have been a person just doing a really good dog impression. <laughs> anyway, that is not what this podcast is about. So, uh, Okay, so one thing I want to talk about, a friend of mine, uh, a friend texted me uh, asking for some advice on this podcast. Um and he wanted to know what are some good ways to comfort a friend that has recently been broken up with? And I feel like that that's a good question for you um, because though you haven't really gone through breakups, you have almost certainly had many friends who have gone through breakups. Yeah. So you've probably got some experience under your belt on this one. Yeah. Um, it's always tough because... I don't know. I feel like there's sort of a girl thing where you're supposed to like start bad mouthing the dude, and it's like, oh well, he sucked anyway. I have seen oh, that. Well. Yeah, but like that always feels like sort of a betrayal, huh? Well, right, and like he probably didn't really suck. And what if they end up getting back together later? Like, right? Then it's like, I mean, I take it all back. He really wasn't shitty. So like, I don't know. I think you you want to do that because you want your friend to f- feel like. She doesn't need him, I think is sort of right. the the reasoning behind that. But I don't know if that's always the best way to go about it. I think my my go to is to just gather your friends, gather a bunch of snacks, and then you just <laughs> eat your feelings. <laughs> ben and Jerry's nights are a thing for a reason. I mean. That I think that's that's one of the cures to all, right? Gather your friends, gather some snacks. Like mm-hmm. that is a time honored tradition, mm-hmm. uh, tried and true. Whatever problem you're dealing with, food and friends are going to make you feel a little bit better. Yes, this is um, true. I like that. I think uh, I think that just being a space, providing a space where your your friend can voice their feelings and um sort of just air whatever they're thinking or whatever they're feeling on the subject yep. 
because I, I, people handle breakups in so many different ways and the way that you handle them are, is going to be different from the way your friends handle them and the way you handle one breakup is going to be different from the way you handle another breakup mm-hmm. so there's i don't think that there's a um like specific template where you do steps one two three three a three b three c <laughs> and then you're done um but i think a good general approach and this is true of a lot of things but it works um is to be present for them and uh just like let them know that you're listening and that you care and that like whatever they want to talk like give them the room to talk about whatever they need to talk yeah. about um and i think that can come up in the context of friends and food like <laughs> if you can build a, a a warm space for them for a moment just so that they can sort of release what they've been building up and if you can do that you know oh phrasing <laughs> um but if you can do that a couple times you know once or twice a week couple weeks couple months it's going to both strengthen your friendship with them and like assist them in the very difficult process of um moving forward mm-hmm. and if it seems like they they're talking about something you know something involving it or something not involving it like go with them on that path like ask them questions about what they seem to be focused on like let them expand on it there's um this concept in uh, development um, called rubber ducking, which is like if a developer is stuck on some code that they're writing and they have a problem and they can't figure it out, it's often extremely beneficial if another developer or anyone comes over and has like the person with the problem just describe it to them, like take them step by step through the problem. Yeah. Um, and it's not that the, the third party person is gonna solve it or has any answers or even knows what they're talking about. But the, the act of like having someone where you can describe each bit of your issue mm-hmm. can help you solve the issue. Um, and it's called rubber ducking because some people would keep little rubber ducks literally just like on their desk and would talk to the rubber yeah. duck because just talking it out is what you need. But it's always better if you have a human, you know, that human contact definitely helps. Um, so let them do that to you or, or even encourage that with them because mm-hmm. some people can feel like they're being a burden um, yeah. to bring these type of issues up. Um, but that's really what friends are for. So as a friend, it's especially if you think they might be, they might want to, but are feeling hesitant about it, like open that door for mm-hmm. them, just provide them. It doesn't take a lot from you. You just have to kind of like provide a, a, an easy access and then let them take it. Yeah. Even if like, especially now where we're not really supposed to have that much contact or just in this day and age where people are maintaining more contact over long distances, you know, zooming, Zoom calls, all that. Finding some place, Uber eats them some like their favorite snack. Mail them a rubber duck. That's yeah. That's another thing. Like, um, showing little signs of affection when when you are in like this big relationship with someone, they can be like your whole world. And then when you break up, it it can feel like suddenly like all the affection in the world is gone from you. But if you if you like take a moment and like really assess where you're at with things you it, it becomes apparent to you that there's so many friends around you providing you with like affection and warmth and care and it's just it's easy for the, that to get eclipsed by like you know a big fun romance mm-hmm. um but that friend uh love is strong and ever present and it can really be a lifeline if you let it be um and showing that through little gestures like that like sh- shipping cookies and 
just giving your time mm -hmm. can be really helpful. Um, and yeah, I, I don't, you don't have to be in person for it. Like, like you said, Zoom, just texting, you know, jump on Discord, meet me up in Final Fantasy <laughs> Online, whatever it is. Um, yeah, it, it can mean a lot. Yeah. And I think that like what you were saying is it's not like you have to offer up all of the right answers or all of the right you don't even have to necessarily say the right things. You just have to be there. Be a presence. Yeah, exactly. Be some support. Give them a hug if they like hugs. Don't if they don't. I don't know what the equivalent of a hug is over the internet. Final Fantasy slash hug. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do it if you're shy? If you're shy? If you're shy. How do you do it if you're sh if you're if you, if they're shy and you're shy, if if they're if they want to talk but they're not going to open the door and also you know that you want to support them but dang that's a difficult door to open how do you support you know how do you support i don't i don't know i think it's interesting like i'm as a person who is definitely not shy around my own friends like i don't really know Right? We're both very ill-equipped. Yeah, because I can't imagine, like, I'm, I can be shy around strangers for sure, but, like, I don't know. It's hard for me to imagine that, like, relationship dynamic where you're like, this person is friend, but also right. don't want to talk to them. Like, well, I, okay, maybe shy isn't the right word, but there are plenty of people a good 50% I would say that you know find it difficult to talk about like uh, talk about very like interpersonal yeah. things I mean, it's not it's not you're not being like shy like oh I'm gonna hide behind this corner because <laughs> I don't want to be seen shy I'm, it's just more like it, yeah it, it is more difficult for some people to to sort of open those type of topics up I just talking about it with you right now the the one tip that comes to mind in addition to what we've already talked about is, and it's just an extension of it is if you do find it really difficult to like open that door then just just provide your presence mm -hmm. like let that be the first stepping stone uh be it digitally or physically like w whatever just be m more present in their life than normal and you know, it's, that's not asking a ton of you because you can just continue doing it in whatever way you've been present in their life as a friend, but just provide, offer some more of it basically. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that I think over time could also help and maybe open the door to, to being able to vent some of their, their own, uh, strife. Yeah. And I think it is, it is hard when your, the, your friend doesn't want to talk and they're just kind of like, Hey, this thing happened, but it's cool. And it's like, I know it's not cool. And I think you have to just kind of do that thing where, like, well, I'm here if you ever need me. And then just don't don't try to. But then actually be there. Yes. And yeah. don't like keep bringing yeah. it up and don't push them and don't be like, hey, right. you want to talk about all your feelings? Because that's just going to make them shut down more. But yeah, yeah I absolutely. think you're right. Just like letting them know that you're there to talk if they want it. And then just like really being there. Right. So that yep. you are available if they need it. Exactly. Yeah, because you at can't... Us. Extroverts nailing it. Well, I'm <laughs> not super extroverted, but I'm not... You're extroverted amongst friends, yeah. which is what this, this applies to. I'm both. I'm an ambivert. <laughs> <laughs>
I tried to tell a psychologist that once and she was just like, that's not a thing. <laughs> I was like, the internet said it was. And if the internet said. Exactly. I don't know. How much do you buy into people when they're like, I'm a super extrovert or I guess that is like if you're if, a legit thing. If you're telling me that you're a super extrovert, then I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> no one in their right mind would tell, tell me that they're a super extrovert unless they really, really felt really it. Are. Right. I don't know. To me, <laughs> yeah. like people are more than just extrovert or introvert. And I think. Maybe it's more of, of a course. spectrum than like people like to of think course. it is. Of course. Of course. Because people want to put you in a box. They want to be like, you're an introvert, you're an extrovert. But to me, I feel like I fall a little in the middle. Literally anytime <laughs> that you see anyone and are like, I'm going to label them in a way that is binary. It's not, it's not, the, it's not reality <laughs> because the only, the like literally the only binary i've ever experienced in reality is binary like zero in one <laughs> like basic computer programming everything else has been on a spectrum so yes yes i agree 100 um I, I i don't know where i fall on um the whole concept of extroverts and introverts um because i myself feel like oh i'm extroverted in these contexts and i'm very introverted in these contexts and um everyone else i know usually echoes something similar and it's just like our co the contexts are different mm -hmm. for each of us um so i i don't i don't know what's up with that whole system i don't know who created it and i don't know why it's as popular as it is i guess it's fun to latch on to because it's like it's a quick way of saying like i'm gonna talk a lot at you or please don't talk much at me yeah you know? what do you how do you feel about like um like myers-briggs on like dating profiles or how do you feel about like myers-briggs in general like um i'm like an enfp yeah um i'm i mean i've done it i'm infj i don't i think intuitive judging feeling no infj intuitive in it's, no what it's is the it? introvert what is in it's the introvert introvert intuitive feeling ju judging yeah yeah introvert intuitive feeling the judging. they had to do the n for intuitive because otherwise it would be i i, I and that's illegal we just can't do that um yeah i think that's a that's another thing that i think people sometimes put too much stock in i think it's fun i think any personality test is fun to take because then you can be like oh my god that's totally me and like it feels reassuring to know that there's like a label for the things you're feeling or like the way that you are, it's like, oh, I'm not the only one because here it is, it's listed out. But right. I think that especially on like dating sites, people put that up there like that. It really encapsulates like their whole ish. And like, there's mm -hmm. way more to people than just like four letters worth of descriptor. And especially like the, the things themselves, each of those letters is a like a scale. Like, it is a sliding scale. So, like, right. I might be an I, but it could be, like, I'm barely an I when someone's, like, way extremely an I. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've seen, like, there's, like, extensions of them. Like, it's, like, I'm an ENFP, but then, like, I don't even know what they are, but, like, more on the intuitive side, like you're talking about. The whole, the, that whole system 
is interesting because I got I got super into it in high school. Uh, we had to do it for a class, and then afterwards, I was like, "This is amazing!" Because um, everyone, especially in high school, you go through that that period of time where you're like, "Man, I am so different from everyone, <laughs> yep. and no one understands yep. me at all, <laughs> and I don't even understand me." And then they're like, "Here's this test," and you take it, and it's like, "This test understands me." <laughs> um, and so I was super into it, um, and like did a bunch of uh, research into it, but it, it's an interesting test. It, it's based on um, these like personality profile theories by Carl Jung, Jung, um, who is this like incredible psychiatrist, uh, psychoanalyst who like was one of like the defining characters of the field. Basically, he never like made it in a way. It was just a theory. Like it was just this concept he was pitching, yeah. and then like decades later. Um, this this uh, lady and her daughter, um, the the lady had like a degree in agriculture, I think, <laughs> and was like a local like a teacher. Okay. Um, and they were like, we're gonna take this theory and turn it into. They were like the original BuzzFeed quiz creators oh <laughs> because they were like, we're gonna take this abstract uh, psychoanalytical theory from Carl Jung and turn it into a quiz that you can take, and it's gonna give you your your letters yeah and, um so it, it doesn't have like the strongest of foundations um but it has really withstood the test of time this thing has been around for like a hundred years oh really um shit that i just said that i don't <laughs> <actually> know <laughs> well if you say it with enough confidence we'll all believe you let's see it was made in it was added to the educational testing services collection of tests in 1962 so it's been around for like 60 years okay that's you know if we're rounding that's 100 <laughs> it's more than 50 <laughs> and now there's there's so many others like there's the ingram i think we did that once mine came up as peacemaker which if i have to describe my whole personality in one word i don't think i would want it to be peacemaker that's like it's good but it's just so boring yeah, but like it really honestly it did kind of fit with your whole yeah self i i certainly am not a fight maker no and like it was about all like just bringing people together and you're like notorious for only wanting to have one friend group so you just bring in any new friends to that friend group oh should we talk about that i mean that's how i became your friend like yeah so basically all throughout my life um i have this aspiration to just merge all my friends together <laughs> and it's it did not start as a formal plan it's just the way that i attack life and then eventually as i got older and more reflective i was like oh this is a thing that i do specifically but yeah i attempt to integrate my friends i don't know if it's done out of a purely out of a desire to make my friends friends with each other i think it's partially motivated by personal laziness where it's like i have this thing i want to talk about and I want to just be able to conveniently discuss it Everybody. with everyone I know. <laughs> and that requires them all being friends with yeah, each other. Yeah, like, I want to hang out with everybody and I don't want to have to do it over multiple hangouts. Yes, I hate discluding people from things that I'm so, doing. Like, like, just bring it, them it makes all. me feel disingenuous. <laughs> exactly. So then I try to just like get them all in there. It, it, I, I don't recommend it for everyone. I think I, I've seen examples where it causes lots of unnecessary friction. Yeah. Um, and I've certainly had friends that have actually like called me out on it. Like, hey, I, just because we're both friends with you doesn't mean I want to be friends with them. And which 
I, it hasn't happened to me a lot, but it has happened to me, and it that stops me dead in my tracks. I'm like, whoa, whoa okay, wait a second. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> you're right. You're yeah. right. But um, more often than not, it's worked out really well for me. Okay, what would you rather see on a dating profile? A Myers Briggs personality profile or a Hogwarts house? Oof. Um, <laughs> I think. Which one? Te- which one tells you more? I oh man, I do think the Myers Briggs tells you more. I agree. Based on the fact that it's like a four part personality thing, Harry Potter but... houses really are pretty one dimensional. When you get to it, it does tell me you love Harry Potter. That's it. It is very clear in what it tells you, which is you love Harry Potter. And as someone who loves Harry Potter, I'm not going to be mad about like about it. Exactly. exactly. But it's and Harry Potter houses are so like subjective, and like you could be lying. I mean, you could be lying about the personality yeah. test too. But I feel like people are way more inclined to be like. Well, I took the quiz and it said I was Hufflepuff, but I have this weird hatred of Hufflepuff, so I'm just going to pretend I'm Gryffindor and put that up there. Yeah. And like some of the questions are like, would you courageously read this book or quietly read this book <laughs> or would you hide your chips inside this book <laughs> and or would you throw the book at your worst enemy? Right. Like it's like I wonder which option is which here. Or uh, my favorite is like, what do you do in your spare time? And it's like Go on an adventure. Read. Plot my enemy's demise. Talk to snakes. Have a snack. Like, come. Uh, yeah. Like, I think Pottermore is the official. I mean, it is, it is the official test. But even that one, like, I don't. It's like, you come to a path in the forest. Would you go left or would you go right? And then you're like, uh, I don't know. Uh, D- wait, hang on. Does picking... Does picking a direction <laughs> impact your I really don't your end result? I don't know. It's like Slytherins always pick left <laughs> because they're sinister. <laughs> but like the Hufflepuff runs straight through the woods. <laughs> but that was some of like there there were definitely questions that were kind of like that that were just so abstract. I'm like, what is this supposed to be getting at here? So Yeah, that that would make me question the whole thing. I don't test. know, man. <laughs> um also in harry potter like you get to if you're smart enough to just ask the sorting hat to put you in a house he'll do it so the the fact that you can clearly pick the answers that you want in the quizzes online is actually like canonical it's reflecting how easy it is to just pick what house you want to be in the actual hogwarts maybe on pottermore if you just type if you just mash it into your keyboard give me gryffindor it just gives it, it just to skips you. to the end and it's like congratulations you're in gryffindor yeah. you've convinced me i i'm having this great idea right now and it's um just taking all of these and like gluing them together so like we're complaining about how or joking about how the uh, Harry Potter quizzes are all super like easy to kind of guess. So take like the more sort of nuanced Myers-Briggs like inventory and just like figure out which Myers-Briggs personalities go into which uh, which Harry Potter house. And then it's like, well, I'm an ENFP, so I'm a Hufflepuff. So therefore. Because, so there, I, this is probably already a thing. Probably. I'm this. I thought you were going to say that we should come up with like a really long code that includes every like 
I'm a nine and a f- P Ravenclaw. Oh, it's like I'm in I'm an ENFP. Yeah, yeah. E, so the ENFP stands for extroverted, intuitive, thinking, perceiving, and then I'm a H. So it's ENFPH because I'm a Hufflepuff, and then I'm a P because I'm a peacemaker. So I'm an ENFPHP, and then <laughs> I'm a Lovecraft because I really dig tentacles. So I'm an EN, ENFPHP Lovecraft. Uh, and then you just kind of key in it. It's like a 60 letter long personality profile mm-hmm. and you read that and then you never have to talk to the person ever because you know exactly who they are. And you hate them. And you hate <laughs> them. We've nailed it. What's your, what's your Myers-Briggs? I-N- INFJ. INFJ. You are, guess. Right. Oh, wow. This is primary and secondary houses. Oh, see? That's intense. Oh, fuck. What am I? <laughs> you got to include that in the line. Guess your primary. I mean, I want to say Ravenclaw. It's Ravenclaw. <laughs> Guess your secondary. Hufflepuff. It's Hufflepuff. Really? Nailed it. Yeah. Surprisingly, I have not actually read mine despite staring at that chart. So I'm going to try to just guess okay. mine and then look at it. I think primary is Hufflepuff and secondary is Gryffindor. Kind of what I'm thinking. I'm going to say primary Hufflepuff, secondary Gryffindor. Uh, ENF. ENF, oh, where is it? Oh, I got it flipped. ENFP, primary Gryffindor, secondary Hufflepuff. Very interesting. I feel prestigious now. (laughs) (laughs) You've made it. So this whole question started with me asking you how you felt about uh, Myers-Briggs profiles in on dating apps, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 How do you feel? Do you feel good about them? Just overall, you feel that like it's too, uh, people rely on them too much? Yeah, I feel like it's. It wouldn't turn me away if someone had it in there, but it really doesn't tell me a lot. Like, I don't think I would look at it and be like, I don't want to date them because of this, or I do want to date them because of it. Um, Right. I mean, maybe... I don't know enough... I will say, um, mine all indicate that the perfect match for an ENFP is an INTJ. So when I'm flipping through and someone says that they're an INTJ, I'm like, mm, we're a perfect match. And then I just keep. And then say, like, and do you do anything about it or? Yeah, not really, not really. But I do make a, a mental note of it. Um, I've got some other, uh, I've just been kind of screenshotting interesting things that I've seen on Tinder um, as I just do my pandemic swipes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to run by you and see how you feel about them. Um, this one uh starts off with if you're a gemini i'm not interested oh how do you feel i don't like that i don't think i think horoscopes are bullshit i'm just gonna throw it out there (laughs) if you guys are horoscope people i apologize except i really don't because it's bullshit your life is not (laughs) determined by the month you were born in that it just it makes no sense so yeah like any of that like um, oh just don't even bother if you're a whatever like cool i can't control the month i was born i can't if you if you re even for people who like horoscopes a lot neither of us really do um which is going to put us on a, at a diff, definite bias <laughs> here but if you reword this sentence to if you were born between may and june i'm not interested <laughs> right it really that's how i hear it and that just really you, it seems like you're extremely arbitrarily just cutting people out. Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, obviously, like, they mean it as like, well, the Geminis have certain personality traits that I don't like. Well, that's not true. Right. Not everyone born in May and June is the same. 
And honestly, I think that people use their horoscope as a crutch or as a reason to be like kind of a shitty person and not have to change it. Because they can be like, oh, I'm really abrasive, but it's because I'm a Libra and that's just how I am. When it's like, or maybe you, you could work on yourself. Do you think that's any different from what we were talking about before with like Myers-Briggs or with goofier ones like, uh, you know, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter, Hogwarts House? Yeah, I think it could be. Um, it's, like, it's not cool to be a jerk. I'm not saying that like people are using it just so that they can be a jerk, but I feel like I get that a lot. They're like, oh, well, I'm really moody because I'm this or I'm really... You see those things in yourself and then you see them written on a page and you go oh, okay well that's just how i am and it's like maybe but also you can still change that so if it's like a negative right. thing that you're accepting because your horoscope says that's how you are like that's not Don't cool that. if you took a test and it says you're a slytherin and you're like cool i get to be an asshole now like that's not how and i think even with with like profile uh personality profiles like the myers-briggs when it, it shows you the things that you're like supposedly have strengths in and the things that you're you're kind of lacking in, the idea is to take that knowledge and like empower yourself with it. So like play to your strengths and m maintain awareness of your weaknesses so that you can work on them or, you know, find other people who can fill in for you in those ways. Um, so y you want to use these type of things as positive motivation, but not as like justification for bad behavior yeah. basically yeah um okay so they also go on to say i prefer my pizza rolls in the microwave Ooh. i feel like that is heresy that is more in like indica in indicative that, yeah. indicate indicative indicative i got there do you want to say indicative again but without shouting so that you can clip out that mountain um, climb of the word <laughs> yeah so that to me is worse than saying that you don't like Gemini's or whatever because yeah. no one wants soggy, soggy pizza, pizza rolls. rolls. Jesus, like, Jesus, people. I will do a soggy pizza roll if I am hungry and desperate. But if I have the time to preheat the oven, absolutely, it's going in the oven. Okay, I've got another one from you. It's from a different person. Um, I've seen this a couple times and I think it's playing off this meme and maybe th this may very well just be a I'm getting too old for it kind of thing. <laughs> I, I don't like the meme. It. It's, it's this deal where you're like, you have such and such amount of money. Here's a list of things that you can do and different prices for the things. Okay. And then sometimes there's a joke built into it like this one. So this one says, you have $20. What would you do? $1,000 to fly to a foreign country. $30 get a basic haircut from sports clips. $150 to go skydiving. $20 to take me on a date. $40 to swipe left. So that, that's the whole profile. And the joke is that you, you only have enough money to take them on a date. I don't, it's not funny. It's not. <laughs> There's nothing funny about that. I don't like, I, I don't get it. I do not get it. I do well, not like it. Well, and that's their whole thing. That's all they have. That's, uh, they also have hashtag call her daddy, which I think is in reference to another dating podcast. Oh. I've seen it a couple times. I Googled it once. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. that there's nothing there. No, not and it's not funny. No. I, I just, I don't know what's up with it. It could have right, been, uh, like, it was, it could almost be something that someone could start a conversation with if you actually had, like, things that people would want to do, and then they could, like, message you and be like, I would do this, that, and the other, that were, like, indicative of what they're cool into. Conversation yeah. Starter. yeah. But instead, it's just like, ha, 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 date me. 
maybe it started like that and then it, it went on for so long that people started tweaking it and this is like the end result and i'm only catching the end result yeah maybe that could be it what this one says has the line i'm college educated how do you feel about that i don't i <sighs> Is that a humble brag? Like, is that is this is it, is it sort of classism or is it just fine? Just like here's a fact I about me. I think it's a little bit class, not even classism. It's just that like intellectualism situation where it's like I'm super smart. I think if you had put, right. I have even if you had put like I studied this in college, that gives yeah. you an idea of what they're into and like. Exactly. Their career path, but just putting I'm college educated is snooty. It's like it's just stating status. It's not like sharing useful information about them. Right. right. Like you're not saying like I'm I have a degree in linguistics. I love language. Talk to me about it. It's just saying like I am educated right. and mature. Ooh, like I have um, money, just, so I went to college. Yeah. Or just like I'm smart, which are both kind of off putting. Right. If you you can talk positively about yourself, that's good. But do it in a way that that adds flavor, like like shows flavor, shows shows variety, describes who you are as a person and what you're into, as opposed to just like trying to convey status, like how you perceive yeah. your status in the world. This person said, uh, if you're in the military or give douchey frat guy vibes, there's a ninety nine point nine chance percent chance I swiped right. Uh, and I thought that was really interesting, right? Because uh, I was expecting to say, "Yeah, yeah, right." So they 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 want that is that. what they want. They are looking for that. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think there's certainly something to be said about knowing what you're looking for. Um, if if you have that, you are miles ahead of most people. Um, it's just interesting when what you're looking for is douchey frat guy, inherently douchey frat yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> just because I guess like yeah. some people have to be into that vibe because. The dudes keep doing it, so like, surely some people like it's it. It's working. But to me, if you were into that, you wouldn't describe it as douchey, unless you're just so self-aware. Right. Maybe they're just super self-aware, and also that they just threw the military in there because I don't think those two necessarily go hand in hand. Um, yeah, I have no idea how to unpack. Because that. like to me, like a military dude throws off a completely different vibe than like a frat bro. I don't it, know. It seems like yeah, those those two seem like um opposite ends on the spectrum of uh traditional masculinity yes um you can be like this uh super like rowdy frat boy type uh or you could be like this extremely like disciplined uh military military yeah. type yeah yeah i, I mean it's, it's just very you're right those both are very like masculine stereotypical masculine maybe that's what the uh, person's really into they yeah, don't want a hipster boy they don't sense. want an artsy boy i've seen stuff that's like uh looking for a mask so maybe this is like saying that but saying it in a way that provides more more flavor to who they are which is what we were talking about it kind of describes them a bit more is it a it's a guy, a guy. okay that's what i was gonna say i didn't know if it, if it was a girl or a dude this yeah. does seem like looking like it's just a new way to phrase that they were looking for a really masculine yeah dude. i i don't think there's any, there's anything wrong with that no it makes me um envision a dating profile that's like i'm specifically looking for entjs like <laughs> someone's or like i only date Slytherins. i only want to date a gemini 
<laughs> exactly. Um, I haven't seen many of that, but that would be interesting. Like really narrow casting, mm -hmm. I suppose. So I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks, Matt, for your song, uh, Forever Nameless. Um, we are Together Alone. You can catch us at Together Alone Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Our Twitter is Together Alone Pod um, without the er. Uh, and if you want to send us an email, if you have questions, concerns, advice, uh, you can catch us at togetheralonepod at gmail.com. We also have a brand spanking new fancy dancy website at togetheralonepod.com. That's right. We are dot-comers. We, we're in on this big internet bubble. We're riding it sky high, baby. Woo! Woo! This has been Together Alone. Tell your Gemini grandma she smells nice. <laughs> Bye. Bye!